Imagine that you decided to go on a diet. And you go ahead and you buy all the tchotchkes and all the shakes and all the stuff. You spend much more money than you want to spend. You spend $1,000. And you have all of the cheshik to go ahead and to do it. Okay? And your husband's looking at you like, uh-huh, where have I seen this before? This is the latest fad. Diet number 422. No, this time I'm going to do it. This is me. I'm going to do it. Okay? And you go ahead and you're great the first day and the second day and the third day and the fifth day and the eighth day and the twelfth day. And the 19th day and the 23rd day, you have a major fight with whoever your personal trigger is, your mother, your mother-in-law, your whoever it is. You can't sleep and you're really, really upset. And you go downstairs at 1 o'clock in the morning and you're in the kitchen and all of a sudden you hear a voice. And you look, where's this voice coming from? It's coming from the brownies. Or the chocolate cake. What's your favorite? The Boston cream pie. So you look at the, at the chocolate cake, which is oozing chocolate, and you say, well, that's very odd, because I didn't know that brownies know how to talk. I didn't know that the chocolate cake knows how to speak. And you like you try to ignore it. You, you ignore the voice, you know, and again, and then again, and it's saying, come here, eat me. You know you want to. Come on. Anybody know what I'm talking about, right? You need me. you got to do this. Don't worry about it. Just come here and eat me. And you're so upset, and you can't stop, and you can't stop. It only has to go once, right? And you can't, you can't, you can't stop listening to it. Finally, you go ahead, and you take off the thing, and you cut it, and you're, you're like that. And right then, your husband, boom, 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 right at the bottom of the stairs, and he comes into the kitchen, and he's looking at you. Now, let's dissect human nature. Let's understand. He says, ah, I knew you were going to blow it. I knew you are not going to stick to the diet. A waste, another waste of money. Okay? And he gives you a whole musadrasha. Turns around, huffs and puffs, and he goes upstairs. What do you do next? You eat it. You eat it and take pictures. Double. You eat the whole, you don't eat the donut, you eat the whole dozen donuts. Why? Didn't your husband help you? Didn't he help you? He saved you. He's coming to save you. You didn't want to eat it. Isn't that why you went on the diet? Didn't you buy all the shakes? Isn't he right? So what's human nature? When we go down and we see our kids doing something wrong and we want to give them musr, why don't we understand the same reaction? They'll do worse. They'll do more. They'll do more. And we're over lifnaiver. Because they get worse because of our musr. I, we mean for their benefit. So terror is because we don't understand their struggle. If you understand somebody's struggle, you can give them the energy to overcome. But if you're the enemy, you're another thing to overcome, then they have more problems and pain on them and less energy and ability to make the right decision. Fine, so we could all understand that. So what would a good husband do? A good husband will say, it's okay. You can eat. You can eat the cake. And guess what? You were amazing for 21 days. And in a year from now, this night is not going to matter. And even if there's more nights, don't get off the diet. You're doing great. Uh, You're only human. It's fine. I understand you. Nobody's perfect. You didn't become Shimshon Agibar. So what? You did great. You're having a tough night. You can give her understanding and sympathy and empathy to fall. 
empathy and sympathy to fall. It's okay, Shefullah. I know how much you tried. Look how much money you spent. I know you didn't want to spend it. You were serious about it. Is it a mistake that it just happened right now that you can't overcome? Obviously, it's because of the tension of the day. Don't worry. Don't be so hard on yourself. Whatever you do, I love you. He turns around. He walks upstairs. What does the wife do? She'll eat less. She won't have the, the, the friction and the tension to eat the whole thing for sure, not? And even that one donut, she'll eat less. And even if she eats the whole donut, she doesn't have extra anger and tension. That wouldn't have helped. If anything, it'll help. And if it doesn't help for now, it'll help for tomorrow. Because tomorrow's another day. And tomorrow she'll be on the diet, not with an enemy who doesn't believe in her, but with a, a husband who loves her and believes in her and understands that sin happens, right? Understands that things happen. And understand that cheating also happens. That motivates the cheater to cheat less. Right? We all understand that. Now, what would the smartest husband do? Eat the cake with her. Eat the cake with her. <laughs> and tell her, don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad for what you're doing. Together. You're eating cake together. It's a beautiful couple right there. <laughs> Smart. Fat and, hel- and happy. That's, that's what we're after here. So it's a good idea, right? You eat the thing, say, don't be embarrassed. Don't worry about it. It's only a piece of cake. It's not going to kill you. So you'll gain, so it's 100 calories. You lost 5,000 calories. Don't worry about it. What does even a smarter husband do? Smarter husband sees his wife is really struggling. It's a really tough day. Goes out to the bakery, buys her favorite donut, gets a card from the store and says, I love you so much. You deserve a break today. What are you, crazy? You're pro-sin? You're pro-cake? You're anti-diet? No, you're pro-understanding. You give it to your wife, it's okay, don't worry about it. And You look like you need this today. Now, let's dissect. I say, she will definitely not eat more than she would have eaten. That's what I say. Definitely you didn't lose. There's a possibility that by what you gave her, the sympathy and the understanding that she won't even touch the cake. Maybe she'll just lick it or smell it. That's what I say. What do you say? You agree? Understanding is so powerful. That was what Rebgeshen Edelstein said, that when you're with your kids and you supply them, they get mekabel koiches to do the right thing. Nobody's looking at that. They're saying, you've got to answer them, you've got to stop them, you've got to fight them. What about giving them more energy? What about making them more healthy? So that way, in a year from now, you don't have these problems. That's the secret of TP. In a year from now, I don't want you to have any questions that you have today because you're giving them the ability to have a kabbal kaychis of a mami and a tati who believe in me and understand me and sympathize with me and understand me even though I'm messed up. That's a relationship you want to be in. Ani Hashem ha-shaychen itam tamasam. The Ebesh says, I'm, I'm always going to be here. I'm always going to be here no matter what. Now, why did Hashem say that? Why? Hashem should say, you want to be my son? Act like my son. And when you don't act like my son, I'm not your dad. For that, Hashem would have picked a different relationship. Because there's more passionate relationship. The relationship between two lovers is more passionate than a father and a son. A, ma- a mother and a son, a parent and a child. Why didn't you pick the most passion? Because it's not just about the passion. Because passion, you could also separate the passion and lose it. But you can never lose. He picked a relationship that is mamish forever, no matter what, forever, un- 
conditional no matter what. He picked it on purpose because I want you to know that I know you're going down to earth and there's the Yitzhahara and there's a Satan and there's a lot of confusion and I want you to know that you're never going to lose me. That gives a person who understands that Mechabal Kleich's energy to do the right thing. Right? That's what we're doing here. Why are you supplying them with what they need? Because I believe that, of course, everything is individualized and with your Rav, if it's a Shaila. But I believe that when you go to our kids, our kids who are struggling and suffering and in crisis, and say, I know you need this donut. Halavai, it was a donut. I know you need, I know you. And I know you're good. And I know you need this. Then I believe they will not be worse than they would have been anyway. If anything, you're giving them a Kabul Kaychis, the ability to not need it. To not need it. And you restore their energy to fight the battles every single day. Life is not about that donut. It's about the whole box of donuts. It's about what you do after the donuts. It's not about eating a donut. Nobody ever gained weight and lost everything by a donut. It's by getting off the diet because you quit. Our kids, it's not about going clean forever. It's not about making a mistake. It's not about having a down. It's about what's tomorrow going to be. What's the general overall feeling of the child? Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody does things that they wish that they never did. Right? I look around Shul and Yom Kippur. I'm not the only guy going like this. Everybody's doing it. Why? Hashem doesn't say, listen, I got your New Year's uh, promises last year. I want to read them back to you. And pretty much you're in the same position you know, this year, so get out. He doesn't say that. He understands. We're struggling. We're all struggling. Our kids, and especially our kips in crisis, are struggling. What they need is understanding. I know you. I know you're good. I know you're trying. And I know you're going to be amazing. And right now, I know kihu yada yitzram. I know you need this. You need this. Here you go, my kind. That's a father. That's a mother. A, a father came in here after a week, first training. He came in here and he told me, I gave my daughter an iPhone. I said, no. You gave your daughter a daddy. She felt no connection to him. In, in, her, in her contact list, he was Satan. And the mother was Satan's mistress. No connection to this person. You gave her an iPhone? No, you gave her a daddy. You said, I'm willing to give you what you need so that way I now am your provider once again. Is it what we wished we would be providing? Temporarily, obviously not. But by doing that, you're back in business. You're the provider. And then mommy and tati connected to the child is kaychis. The respirator is working. Over time, they have a much greater chance of success. This is Avi Fishoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.